Hello and welcome to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. The FA Cup returns this weekend with 416 teams entering the competition in the extra preliminary rounds, including Congleton Town. The Bears host Wivenshaw Town on Saturday the 5th of August with fond memories from last season after reaching the third qualifying round, including playing in front of the BBC cameras. Two players who had influential roles in last year's cup run were Aaron Johns and Dan Needham, and I'm delighted to say they are joining us for this FA Cup special. And later on, we'll also hear from Congleton Town supporter Matt Gibson on his special connection to Congleton and the FA Cup. But Aaron and Dan, we'll start with you. How are you both? Looking forward to the season getting started? Yeah, buzzing. Looking forward to it. Can't wait now. Yeah, same. I mean, it's a bit different starting with an FA Cup game, but yeah, buzzing for it. And how have you both found pre-season? Yeah, the first couple of sessions are always tough, but when you're looking forward to the game starting, really, and then trying to get your match fitness up. Obviously, we've been playing sort of a different way. All the lads are calling it duff ball. I've been loving duff ball in pre-season. But uh, no, it's been good, to be fair. You're just wanting the games to start. And when you get in your rhythm, you just start looking towards the uh, the first game. We've had some decent results. Played some good teams, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's going well at the moment. Yeah, like Dan says, um, first couple of sessions are always tough. And you just want to just go out on the pitch and start playing the games and like the friendlies. So we've enjoyed it. Like Dan just said, playing a different type uh, type away and um, hopefully we can take that into the into the season and that all begins this Saturday in the FA Cup what's it like playing in the FA Cup does it feel that kind of extra bit special I think the further you get like we did last year it feels a bit more special obviously I think the, the first few rounds just can't really explain it's like obviously it's a big game but you don't really you don't really feel it doesn't really feel a big game compared to obviously the further you get you start to play the better sides Nothing compares to when you're playing against like the like the files of the of the league. So getting that far last season is just yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's obviously a big game for the club. I know the FA Cup has the biggest prize money out of the ones we play in, but it is a bit like AJ said. It's a bit strange because obviously you're so far off, like the FA Cup final, for example. Yeah. It's, it's a bit sounds a bit strange when you're telling everyone you're playing in the FA Cup on on Saturday. They're sort of like, are you really? What the proper FA Cup? But uh, yeah. no, it is, it is good to say that you're playing in the FA Cup and obviously the teams at our level, it brings a lot of money in. So a good cup, like a good cup run in the FA Cup, it's uh, it's priceless for, for a club like us, really. And you'll both no doubt have fond memories from last year's competition. What was it like being part of an FA Cup run like that, uh, Dan? What, what was that like? We probably didn't sit and think about it in the season, to be fair. There was that much going on at the end. You sort of, Forgot that the FA Cup run happened, to be fair. We were in that many cups at the end. But when you look back at the teams we beat, I think we went with three or four rounds in a row beating teams in the league above. And then to draw Fylde and be so close to beating them, that it had gone down in history, really. I think we were the lowest ranked team at the time and they were one of the best sides. So to look back when you think about it, obviously on top of all the other things that happened that season, it was a pretty special cup run, to be fair. Yeah, and AJ, what was it like from your perspective, the, the FA Cup run? We'll talk about some of the games, in particular the Newcastle Town game, because that was absolutely yeah. incredible as well, as well as the Fylde game. But what was it like being part of the FA Cup run for, from your perspective? Like Dan said, like the start of the season, you don't really like think about how far you're going to get. You just think, right, just take game by game then. 
as we got further and further and started seeing the teams like we, we could potentially play, that's when I think it, that's when it hit us. And uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Obviously, playing on CV. Dan doesn't show up about his goal or his goal on TV. So. <laughs> Obviously, the Newcastle Town game with the incredible comeback and the filed game gets quite a lot of the talk. But actually, when you look at the very start of the competition, it was a 4-0 win against Abbey Hay. But that only tells really half the story because for memory, you played, I think it was 60 minutes with with 10 men. Um, and then you had a 4-1 replay win at Bootle, who were obviously higher up in the pyramid. And then a 2 0 win away at Nantwich Town, who were two divisions higher than Congleton. Dan, I think you scored three times in those kind of opening few games. How, how do you reflect on those first few games of last year's competition? Well, I, f- I forgot that, to be honest. Uh, cheers for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think at the time it was just sort of, yeah, just going with the flow, really. I mean, we felt like we could go out and beat anyone, really. That I think the game against, I can't remember the order the games are in, but I think the game against Boot all away was a big one because we sort of blew him away, really. You know, we we drew with him at home, I think. And then we went away to their place on a Tuesday night and batted him 4 0, 4 1 or something. And yeah, we were sort of just on a wave, really. We felt like we could go out and beat anyone. And that's the thing, AJ, each of these performances and the results. Do they give you kind of extra confidence as a player and I guess as a team as well, going then on to the next one? Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially when you're playing against teams like one or two leagues higher than you and you're getting results. I mean, like Dan said, it feels like we could just go out there and beat anyone, especially like playing Nantwich. And I think all the lads would be honest and say like, well, this is our this is our limit now in Nantwich Town and obviously a couple of leagues higher. And then we just were on par with them and won that game and then went to the next game and it was just the Newcastle Town game was a bit like we drew the first game like I think we should have won that and then obviously we come back and won the game oh it's it crazy You mentioned there the Newcastle Town Town game the game at their place the first tie Jones Griffiths gave Congleton a lead just before half time and then virtually the last kick kick of the game Newcastle equalised to, to take it to a replay we'll talk about what happened in the replay but Dan, from, from, from those moments, how do you pick yourselves up to get ready for the replay? Having thought you were going to be straight through, then having that sucker punch late on, how do you pick yourselves up just a couple of days later to, to then get ready for the replay? Was it a case of we're just going to move on to the next one now? Yeah, I think that I remember that that was a sickness right at the end, but I also got absolutely clattered about five minutes from the end. So I can't actually remember it. I was picking myself up off the floor for the last past 10 last 10 minutes of the game but yeah I think we had I think we had a few suspensions going into the the replay because it's it's they go back to back in the early rounds of the FA Cup so we didn't really know how the game was going to go but obviously being at home we were we were unreal at home last year so you know to concede so late was a sickness but I think we were always confident going into the game at home that we could beat them and the first 70 to 75 minutes perhaps didn't go as you would have hoped. You were 2-0 down. And I think, AJ, you came on replacing Dan with just over 20 minutes to play. AJ, what was going free through your mind at that point when your side's 2-0 down? And can you remember anything about the instruction you, you were given or anything that, that was said kind of when you were getting re- ready? What what was going through your mind when you came on? I'm not going to lie, I was a bit annoyed, obviously, at the start of the game. And um, I think it was a bit of not a point to prove, but... Anger as well took over. Like I was obviously starting on the bench and obviously it was 2-0 down, like 20 minutes to go. And I just, I can't even remember like what I was thinking for. I just thought I'd just go out there and just show Duff and uh, 
Griff why I should have started and yeah this is history he was thinking where's the camera he knew exactly where that camera was and as soon as he scored <laughs> top came off it's, he plans things well, like that AJ does he always knows where the cameras are not for me well, personally but that's, that's his thing there was a couple of minutes left after that and I thought oh god I've done that celebration if they go and score because they had a free kick right at the end like about 22 yards out and I was just like if this goes in I'm going to look stupid yeah, thankfully it didn't go in and yeah, went through to the next round. Yeah, and we'll talk about that goal and the celebration in a few moments' time. But uh, you mentioned there you had a point to kind of prove. You thought you had a point to prove. You certainly made that point pretty quickly. I think it was only a few minutes later you made it 2-1. From, from, from that moment, is that when you as a team really believed that you could turn this game around? Yeah, I mean, 2-1 with, say, 15 minutes to go. I think, obviously, you're stupid to think that you can't get back into the game and and win it. And Duff scored from a off a corner and I think I think it was like the eighty was it eighty second minute or something like that. And then um yeah, just I can't really remember how the goal went in. It's just like a blur. It was crazy, crazy scenes. And there was still ten minutes left when Duffy kind of equalized. The momentum was with you. The crowd was all behind you. I know these two things are often talked about in football, but just how important can those two things be? The, the crowd and also the fact that you're on the ascendancy at that stage. Just how important can those, those two things be? The crowd were unreal in all the cup games, to be fair. I knew when the, that Castle game, especially at night, it was just when we scored that first or the second, whichever one it was, you just felt like we were going to go on and win the game. I think they were... They looked shot, they did, and we were the only team that looked like scoring. Then, AJ, it was your big moment. The clock is ticking down. I think we're into injury time now. And then there you were. And I'll, I'll let you talk us through the goal. What do you remember about it? Because it was a incredible scenes. I just remember uh, George got the ball out wide. And, you know, whoever knows me, I, I, I hardly score headers. And as far as I just make one in the box and just open, just like challenge for it, close my eyes, and yeah. Just, I just remember hitting him ahead, hitting my head, and hitting the post and going in. And I literally can't remember anything after that because it was just, it was just a blur. I know a few of my mates were in the in the crowd as well, and it was just, yeah, it was a great night. And your shirt was straight off. Is that just the emotion that just takes over? <laughs> literally, yeah, it must be. <laughs> I, I've always said that I'd, I'd never do that, especially when there's a bit of time to go. Because, like I said, just. They had a free kick right at the end and I was just like praying, like, do not score now because I'm just going to look stupid. And Dan, it's moments like this, I think, why we all love football. That is up there, definitely one of the greatest football games and moments I think I've ever seen live. What was it like for you being in that moment? Could you believe it? Um, I couldn't believe he took his top off. No, I could believe that we'd come back and won because I think the game was swinging like that. But um, no, for for him to score Adder, especially... And then he's, he's still got that photo as his screensaver as well. So you can't forget it. Anytime someone calls him, it's, it's on his phone. That photo of you, AJ, by Judy Tingle has become pretty iconic, actually, and was shared on the FA Cup main Twitter account. How many messages did you get about that that, that photo after it was shared? Well, I went uh, went to my phone after and all my mates like, what are you doing? Why have you cut yourself off? <laughs> right, but I don't think like, you'll understand unless you're in the moment sort of thing. And the emotion just took over. I mean, yeah, it was it was it was crazy that like, 
like I say, I can't even remember taking my top off. I just remember just like scoring a goal and then after that it was a blur. And all that drama meant you played AFC Fylde into the next round. If that wasn't quite enough, um, it was also live on the BBC Red Button and, and the iPlayer. When it was announced the BBC cameras were, were there, did that take it up kind of another level for you, Dan? Um, yeah, I think naturally it does. I know there was rumours a few days before that it was going to be on because we were, I think at the time, we were the lowest ranked team and they were one of the highest. So there was rumours of it. And then he moved the kickoff as well. So naturally, it, it did start feeling like a bigger game. And then obviously, when we turned up and we get there about an hour and a half before and there was people queuing to get in and stuff like that. So yeah, you do know it's a big game. Obviously, the town was buzzing a few days before everyone was buzzing for the game. And I guess at AJ, how do you approach a game like that? Because you're not only playing a team three leagues above, but in front of a sellout crowd and the BBC cameras, because surely the old cliche, it's just another game, didn't kind of apply to, to a game like that. So how do you approach a game like that? Well, I think after the Castle game, I think, if I remember correctly, we played Winsford on the Saturday. And then we had a game on the Tuesday before uh, the foul game. I think it was Erlen. It was a terrible performance by, by everyone. But I think everyone's um, mind was on that that game on the TV. Maybe they, they didn't want to get injured or didn't want to risk getting injured just to miss it, miss out on it. Or it was just pure excitement for the Saturday on the TV. But it was um, it was a weird one. Yeah, it was very different. I think you both started the game. What was the extra buzz in the dressing room? Kind of knowing that well, what a big game this is, not only for the club but also the 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 kind of town as well. Yeah, it was like it was, it was rammed when, like Dan says, when we walked in, there's people queuing outside. When it was warming up, it was like really loud and a lot of people there. So I think going back into the change room after the warm up, the nerves start to kick in. And surprisingly, we had a very good start. I remember we had a couple of chances in that first half to go one or two two up. So like the confidence was growing. I just remember Dan scoring that goal. Don't shut up about it. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> he could have made it too. But, um, <laughs> and for you, Dan, someone who's grown up in the town, did you feel that kind of extra interest in the game? Were people who perhaps never spoken to you about Congleton Town before kind of realising what you kind of do? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it makes us sound like... Um, professional football if I was people were coming up to me in the gym and stuff and like at the precinct just stopping and talking about football like you said people that you probably never spoke to before and I know I can't really remember what it was like for that game but I know a few of the bars game like tickets and stuff you could I could have stood out in the middle of town and sold about 300 tickets on my own it was it was mental but you'd ask any of the lads from Congo and really it was it was a massive, massive buzz, all the big games were, and you just you feel that when even when you were just walking around in the town. Now, it's already been mentioned quite a few times already on this podcast. It's only right that we actually come to it, and that is the goal. The 75th minute, long ball forward from a free kick, free kick in the Congleton half, and there you were, Dan. Talk us through it, because you were looking like you were already on the move, and it was a brilliant finish. Yeah, I think... Um... Last year for me as a winger was just about playing off Popey, making the right run at the right time. And um, yeah, I just remember it, it dropped and just instinctively just stuck my leg out. And then it felt like it was in the air for ages. And then when it when it went in, I think you could tell by my celebration. I wasn't like AJ, it wasn't pre-planned. I didn't know what to do. I just <laughs> ran off. If the boards weren't there, I'd have probably ran into town. 
I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a crazy, crazy feeling when it went in, because um, because just because of the gap between us and Fylde, and you think I didn't think I realised how late the goal was until you asked the ref how long's left, and he says ten minutes, and then you start thinking that like we could have a chance of beating them. As soon as that ball left your boot, did you know it was going to find the, that bottom corner? <laughs> No, not in the air. It seemed like it was in the air for ages, but then you saw I was in a good line. So, yeah, when I was just praying it dropped in and then obviously you see the keeper dive, just missed it. And then, yeah, after that, I don't know what I was doing. I just started running into the corner. And this is the killer question. How many times have you watched it back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One or two, I think, one or two. I watch it with you know, I just watch it if it comes up on my phone. I don't actively go looking for it. But, you know, if it's there, I'll watch it. Sorry to make you relive this, but then obviously the free kick kind of an injury time, a real sucker punch. But there's so many positives to kind of take out of the game, and of course the replay still to come. After a game like like that, what is the overriding emotion? Um it was a weird one, to be fair, because you know, drawing with file, I think I don't think anyone would have expected that. But the way we drew, you know, last minute free kick after playing so well, and they didn't really, I know they had a few in the first half, but they hadn't battered us or anything. It wasn't like we were hanging on for dear life. Yeah, it was just, it was a weird one because we'd done so well to draw, but then you're just absolutely gutted that we've conceded so late and we were so close to winning. Then the replay, it was always going to be a tough test. And sadly, there were kind of a few things which did, they didn't go Congleton's way, which made it a little bit even tougher. Looking back now, how much pride can the team take kind of away from the way that they played kind of over those two games against Fylde, but actually the entire kind of FA Cup run? Yeah, it's, it's, like, like Dan said, it's got into to see right at the end from a free kick, especially. But it was a good experience to go and play at Fylde. You know, it was like a great pitch and little stadium and it was it's just got in even talking about it now that free kick it still plays in my mind because we already played uh Minster and at the time one of my mates one of my good friends he uh plays for Kidderminster he was playing for him so it would have been good to play against him as well but yeah it was we could look back at it now and just just be proud really because the furthest the club's got in the club's history it's it an unbelievable story going into last season Kind of as a player, as a squad, you were a close-knit squad. Did Is there a feeling that when you're part of a squad like that, that this team is going to be kind of a successful one? I think you could tell with our togetherness. I mean, like, we all get on. There's, like, you can walk in a change room and speak to anyone. Usually at clubs, there's, there's like, different cliques, like, different friend groups, but literally we were just, like, one big group and... When you take that out out onto the pitch, you've always got that great chance of obviously winning games, especially at big games. At the start of the season, we obviously would have liked to do better in the league, but the court competitions, we can't really complain. Where does last season rate in your footballing career? <laughs> well, I've, uh, I don't think I'd ever actually won anything uh, in men's football. So it's, it, for me, it was the best by a mile to be whenever it was, April or March, and we were in three semi-finals. Obviously, been on the telly, FA Cup, I think it was the third qualifying round we were in. We were, we were still sixth in the league at the time. I mean, if you had all them individually in one season, you know, you'd, you'd say you'd had a good season, but to have them all happen in one, it was, it was crazy, really. 
Yeah, probably one of the best, to be fair. I mean, playing on the TV was just top tip, really. And uh, obviously winning them two trophies, getting that far in the Vars, which is also got in. Like we say, probably should have done better, wanted to do better in the league, but you can't complain with the two cups and how far we got in the Vars. And Dan, you've become known as the big game player. You were Congleton's top scorer in the FA Cup. You scored the winner against AFC Wolfrenines and the Bears goal against Berry in the FA Vars and opened the scoring in the Cheshire Senior Cup final. Are the big games something you relish or is it just a coincidence that this is where your goals kind of came from? I don't know, really. I was, I was trying to think about this when the nickname came up. Everyone was calling me Cutman Dan. I have no idea. because It's like Berry played him twice in the league didn't score but then scored in the bars it's just I do enjoy the big games to be fair because you know when there's a big crowd and stuff it's you know when you grow up watching football that's what you want to do you want to play in front of big crowds and stuff but it just that's how it fell my goals came in the big games I don't know why or how but that's just how it went in the end and I was looking AJ out of all the players in the current squad I think you've most made the most appearances during your time at Congleton over 125 appearances for the the Bears how much have you enjoyed your time at the Bears so far? Yeah I think I'm the longest serving player I think about second to Berry but um, yeah it's been great I remember joining and it's nothing like it is now. Like it's completely changed. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's been quality. To be fair, I mean, I remember first first joining, I wasn't too sure what to expect, and then a couple of years down the line, we've obviously we, like in that first season we had COVID, that was cut short, and then the season after we we got quite far in the Vars end as well, and then season after that, I think that's when we clicked when we got some of the local lads in, and it just felt like one big group, and. Like I said before, the uh, togetherness in the squad really, really helps because once you get on that pitch and you know that you've got your your close mate willing to do, willing to run for you and willing to tackle for you, it's it's a great feeling. It's probably the best best team I've played in, as in group wise. So yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And Dan, for you, it must be special as well, having grown up in the town. What, what does it mean to you to represent the town of Congleton? Yeah, it's class, to be fair. I know, like, most of the lads would have probably gone to watch Congleton when we were younger and stuff and played for Vale Juniors all the way up, but there was just never never a way in, really, to Congleton. I never knew anyone at Congleton. So when, I, when Vale Juniors finished, um, I went into Stoke, really, because I knew more lads there. Um, but that's why it's class what's happening at the club now with all the all the like the younger teams coming together and obviously we've had young lads with us in pre-season so it shows that there's there is a uh, like a pathway into the first team and yeah it's just uh, it is good but you ask any of the local lads it is class I mean we all share lists to the game and stuff and it's it's also a bonus training two minutes from your house playing two minutes from your house so yeah, I can't complain there have obviously been some departures and a few arrivals, but you mentioned that close-knit. A majority of the squad have, have stayed on. What's the general feeling around the squad going into this new season? Because it's going to be kind of a new challenge in the Midland Football League. What's the general feeling around the squad ready for the start of the season? Yeah, we've lost a, lost a few lads. I think mainly because of the change of league. But um, we brought some experienced, a couple of experienced lads in, which will obviously help. They've fitted right in. And a few of the under 18s and reserves have come up and have really impressed. So, yeah, it's got a good feeling about this season. So, hopefully we just kick on 
with a win on Saturday. You mentioned that Wibbenshaw Town in the FA Cup this weekend. Well, what are both your thoughts kind of going into that one? What sort of game are you expecting? I guess a bit of a sense of the unknown in a way because they've had, had a change in manager, new players in, they've won one, lost one to, to, to start their league campaign. What, what are your thoughts ahead of the game, starting with you, Dan? It'll be a tough game. Obviously, we they'll have a whole new 11 to what they had last year. Dust knows a little bit about it. I think he's seen them, seen them once, but we don't know the team, but we know the league and the league's a tough league. Whenever you play Manchester or Liverpool teams, it's always a tough game. I know they gave us two tough games last year, but, you know, you've got to fancy your chances playing at home and stuff. And, you know, we, we only lost one or two at home last year. So any draw at home was similar to last year, really. Any draw at home, you're always feeling confident going into it. And AJ, the same the same question for you. How how much are you looking forward to getting back on the pitch in a competitive game, particularly in the FA Cup? Yeah, like I say, we've pre-season it's not the same as uh, competitive games. And um like Dan says, we're playing at home and we feel like we can beat anybody at home. So I think we've got a, a great chance if we stick to a game plan and Dust has done his research and hopefully that research pays off like it has done last uh, last season. Well, good luck for Saturday and the upcoming season. And thank you for both coming on to the podcast. Oh, thank you very Cheers. much. Thank you. Next, we'll hear from Congleton Town supporter Matt Gibson, who has been supporting the Bears since 1989, when his connection with the club started with the FA Cup. Matt, thanks for joining us. So let's go back to 1989, the first round proper of the FA Cup. What are your memories of this day? Because it was a memorable day for the town and also a memorable day for you. My first ever game for the town, the 18th of November, 1989, at Gresty Road in Crewe. The town have got to the first round of the FA Cup for the first ever time in history. I was 11 at the time. And first ever game my dad took me. He's like, come on, we're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to a football game. Where are we going? We're going to watch crew. What league today? And I think it was then the Barclays third division, I think they played in then. So my dad obviously worked um, in um, Sandbach and Middlewich of the RF Trucks. Obviously, most of his friends that were there followed crew or Stoke, teams like that. So a lot of his friends were going to the game and obviously the town had got there. So right, OK, we'll go there. And I think, I forget how many fans we took. I'd say between one and 2,000, I guess. It was it was bonkers behind the goal that day. Loads of people there. I'll never forget, like you say, it's my first ever game with Dad. I mean, you remember the car we went in there? You had an old blue minivan. Those sort of things. Like, you, you can't remember them, but I can remember the day like it was yesterday. We just like, got there, got in good time, chilled out, usual thing, got a programme. Stood with his mates from work. Obviously, me at the time, I'm not much taller now, but I could only just see uh, the top half of the pitch where I was standing because it was all terrace standing. And I, I could see, oh, Dad, what's going on here? I can't quite see. So every now and then he picked me up. There you go. Have a quick look. And I thought, yeah, she's ace. I thought, wow, this crowd's massive. I'm like, you don't know. I've not, I've not, that was the first ever time I've been to a, a game where the crowd was so big. Town did well. They held on, they held on. And obviously, I had goal down. Fair enough. They went two down. I went, okay, fair enough. And I'm like, Dad, is this a good result? Is this a good result? He says, yeah, not bad, but look at the difference in um, where crew play, like the, like the football league, and where, obviously, the town are. And I thought, well, this is cool. Your, your local town, they've got this far in the FA Cup and the 46 Mega. So, like I say, I've still got the programme now. 
It's one of my treasured, uh, treasured artifacts. We lost the game 2 0. I wasn't that fussed because obviously I was 11 year old. You know, okay, fair enough. My first game of football. I didn't know that much about the players. I know a lot of them were quite local. I mean, so you got teams, you got players like I know now in the in the past, like you got uh, Hero Ray Clack. Now I play footballs with his lads. You've got uh, Mick Biddle, uh, Graham Harrison, players that you've obviously now know that went on to play hundreds of games for the town. Those players were again like we've had last season, local lads, and they're coming through the local lads now, which I suppose was a bit then. But again, it's just nuts that my little local team at the time, to me, um, were playing this massive team, massive stadium. But yeah, the game was nuts. And then, like I say, driving home, I was like, Dad, is this a local team? Right? Where did he play? Since then, I've been a fan for all this time. I think I think Saturday will be my 35th season of watching the Bears. And I bet you haven't experienced a year quite like last season. Just how special was last year for you as a Congleton Town supporter? Last year was bomb because who would have thought we'd have sold uh, the mighty uh, Booth Street Cleric Stadium out to a television audience and uh, paid tickets, everyone invited, everyone involved, everyone really looking forward to the game. Who would have thought we'd been on the telly and the BBC? Again, people at work are like, I'm, I'm getting watchy. I had people that live further afield, Warrington, Preston, a couple of others. Like, yeah, I'm watching the game. And even people that didn't like football and bless them at work last year, I think they've had enough of me come the end of the season because I never, I, didn't, I just wouldn't show up about football because we're doing so well. And I thought, you know what? I was saying to everyone, and again around the club, I was saying this this might not ever happen again. I said it was every game, so like we might never have this result ever again, or. We might never end up on telly. Who's it for? We're going to be on the on the telly on the BBC, and luckily we were. We were up, up against Files, but we held them at home, and I think they scored in the last few minutes to go. I think they scored and equalised up. I, I thought at the time, I thought that's that's the maddest, that's the craziest game I've ever seen. I said, I think behind the goal, it was packed. It was about eight or nine deep. You couldn't move. Literally, you got in your position and you stayed there. I think I put the flag up, and when we scored. I think had moved about ten foot to the left of me with everyone else. It surged towards the corner where they were they were celebrating. And again, it was like it was on telly. So obviously, after the game finished, we all went back to um, a friend's house, watched the game back after. And it's like we, we still couldn't understand that that's our little club. That's the little club, but we we were on the map, and like that Conklin are now on the map. People now know who we are, and it was it was it was a proud moment if I was honest. And then obviously we then had the bars. And then that progressed into the the game again, another game, another game, another game, another game went on. Another game came out right. You've never got this far, right? We've won, really, Matt. We've never got this far, right? We're all sat there, like in, in shock and amazement. Again, we're sat in the clubhouse and we're thinking, "This is nuts. This season is just bonkers." And we're all like pinching ourselves because in, in seasons past, when we did have seventy or eighty people there, and you, you you've been there, Adam, where. On a rainy day, you'd play something like the Mid Cheshire Senior Cup, and there'd be 70 people there in England, be on the telly, or Liverpool, or United, be in the uh, Champions League. And you'd sit there thinking, I'd rather be here and watch that. And we were all saying behind the goal in horrendous wins before the stand was even built at the top end, the Mind, Body, and Soul stand. Before that was even built, we stood at the top of the grass bank, if you remember that. And the rain was howling down, it was windy, it was cold, it was miserable, but we're all like behind the goal, we're just having a giggle, we, we enjoyed it. But 
from coming from there to where we are now, you, you just can't compete. And like say last year, um, for what we achieved as a club, you, you you could write a book, like you could put a film about that. You couldn't have written that if we'd have sat in the club and said, right, what do you want? I want this. I want this. I want. But all in one season, it, it it was just it's just bonkers. You just you just couldn't write it. You just couldn't write what happened last season. But for me, the game of the season for me was the Cheshire Senior Cup final, Altrincham, which um, has um, family um, connections to in that. Um, my great-granddad, uh, William Pemberton, in 1920-21 season, so we were 21 when we lifted the Cheshire Senior Cup for the first time. A few years ago, I was um, left his winner's medal from a family member. Got that um, as well. So it was like, wow, this is this is a bit of history in my hand here. And I think we won it again in 30, I think it was 37-38 season. And since then, obviously, I think we made the final once, I think in the 80s, if I can remember talking to some of the fans. And we've not won it since. So like last year, the first time in 85 years we've won it. And I think we were the first Northwest Counties Football League club to ever win the Chester Senior Cup as well. So that was a, a little moment of history. And we were playing, uh, I think they were full-timers. We were playing at Altrincham. I think we took, they must have got a picture somewhere. I think there was, there was six Six, seven hundred Congleton fans there, and we all filled the end behind the goal. And we'll never forget that. Like you say, we all put our flags up and we stood there, proud as punch, singing. And I think in the, the bottom right hand side, there was this massive LED, uh, the scoreboard. And we went one up, and we were all like looking around at each other and like, wow, what's just happened? We're like, we didn't know what to do. We're like, right, okay. Obviously, we, we, we celebrated the goal, didn't we just? And after that, everything settled down. We calmed down. We thought, what's just happening here? And then we, with most of the game, I think for the second, for the first half, I just kept looking at the scoreboard every minute. Right? Got another minute. Another minute's ticked by. We're still winning. We're still winning. We're still winning. This is this aura. We, we sort of thought, we could do this, you know. Yes, the equalised. We thought, right, OK, let's go again. We did. We scored again, 2-1. And then he was literally watching the clock again in the corner. Every minute we're taking picture. Another minute we're still winning too well. Who would have thought this at their place would be beaten? And we're still going on. We're still going on. Anyway, we got it back to two all, and the dreaded penalties, which I don't think we were too bad at last year. Obviously, perhaps the only one we wanted uh, could have wanted to win at the time was the the Vars game in the semi final, which was the uh, the look and draw of penalties. It went to penners and behind the goal. I would say ref tossed up. Right. The penalties will be taken down the bottom end with all the Alti fans down there. Right, brilliant. So we thought, here we go. Right, okay. So normally, uh, this season, the penalty competitions, when I've stood at the other end of the goal where they were taking them from, we've won. The Vars game in the semi-final, I stood behind the goal and we lost. So when it became uh, the Macron Cup final and uh, the Cheshire Senior Cup final, I thought, right, I can't go anywhere at the Chester Senior Cup because we're all at the top end. I looked at my dad and said, we've won this. He went, do it with your dad. I said, I said, we've won this. It's down the bottom end. We've won three out of three when I stood up here. And I said, let's see what happens. And I don't think we missed one penalty. Or I think we scored, I think we scored them all. And they missed a couple. And then uh, it come down to uh, us last penalty. And I knew if we scored it, we'd won. And for some strange reason... I just went right. Okay, I was locked up, and I thought, you know what? 
I thought, do with a favour now, great granddad. And you want it nine twenty one, okay? Any chance, just as a small, just a small favour, he could he could make sure this one goes in the back of the net. And I looked up and I just watched and he smacked it in. I thought, oh, this is amazing. That was it. We'd won it. We'd won it in front of we won it at Altingham, in front of Altingham. And we but we'd beat a full time team who trained full time. Our lads had probably done twelve hour shifts at work. Then some of them had to drive a load of miles to get to the game and probably had a sandwich in the car on the way up for, for that result. That was that was my favourite. That was my favourite bit of the season. And then come the Macron Cup game, again, the penalties were at the top end. So I was with, shooting down that end, flag was down the bottom end. I thought, I'm staying here. And everyone went, uh, Colin looked to me and said, are you coming up? I said, no, I'm staying here. I said, I'm staying here because we stay here, we win the penalty competition. So everyone else ran off. There was about four or five holes down the bottom end, uh, the opposite end, and everyone else ran off up there. And I thought, I'm staying here. And um, one of the rare games, the wife and the little one came as well. I said, no, I'm staying here. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We've got this. We've got this. Dave will save us or we'll, we'll be fine. And again, calm, calm again. What happened? Last penalty, Dave saved it. Macron Cup winners. So we're cup double. Uh, the first time I think in the 122 years, I think of the Bears' existence that we won a cup double. And again, you, you couldn't have written that. You couldn't have sat down and said, listen, this is what's going to happen this season. If you put on paper what we'd achieved last season. And like I say, how, how the King couldn't um, uh, knight Duffy or Griff, that I was I was disappointed in the honours list. They deserve, so they deserve the freedom of the, the town and whatever else comes with it. Free beer, free ale, anything for the rest of their lives for what they've achieved every game was like I come over and like I'm like yes rubbing my hands together she's this is this even the wife would say she's this makes a refreshing change this season you've not come home once miserable like like oh I wish we'd done this or oh I wish this had happened or this that and the other every game last season it was like rubbing my hands I'm like this is amazing brilliant move on to the next one I doubt if you once last season. I, I just I'd sit, I would sit there, I'd come home and sulk for half an hour. I thought, but not once did I do it last year. Don't get me wrong, there were games where uh, further on towards the end of the season where we were lucky and we were penalty kicks away from the Vars final at Wembley. But you know what? That's that's football. You, you can't have it all. And I thought, well, let's not be greedy. We've 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 done this. We've done that. We've got. We were in, I think, three semi-finals as well. We're in the Vars, we're in the Macron, we're in the Chelsea Senior Cup, and I thought this this is nuts. This season we got we got three trophies. And like I say, even the FA Cup game back to the FA Cup, we I think we got to the third qualifying round and we held, like I say, AFC filed to a draw at our play in front of the BBC television cameras. It's just one of them moments where you look back in life and think, This that what's happened last season might never ever happen again. Don't get me wrong. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think we'd, every season now we got no. Well, get me wrong, his nerves would be shot at. Uh, but like I say, sixty-seven games was was ace last season. And it all starts again this Saturday. And I know this is a weekend you always look forward to. Not only is it the first game of the season, but it's also the start of the FA Cup as well. How much are you looking forward to the season getting underway? Well, like I say, it's always been near enough the start, the first game of the season, and. The FA Cup, because we know we're going to be in the extra preliminary round, we always know, right, come on, the draws are made a couple of weeks before our fixtures come out. So we're there on the BBC website at one o'clock, right, we're going to get, let's get an home tie, let's get an home tie, come on, come on. 
And then we sit there and then the league would put it out. And I'm, brilliant. Oh, we're at home. Brilliant. We've got Women's Your Town. And we're like, oh, they did quite well last season as well. And we're like, okay. Well, then a couple of friends are messaging me after saying, oh, be a tough game. I'm like, be a tough game. That. But we're at home. We're at home. The Fortress. We'll be all right, lads. We'll be all right. And they're like, well, a few of the managers I know have moved on. And some of the players have moved on that played last year. But I said, that doesn't matter. There's still 11 players that we're going to be playing against. We're not going to know what to expect, like I say, until the first half's finished. But the FA Cup was always the first game, the favourite cup competition. We just love, we just love, I just love the FA Cup, even to the, the extent that I remember being young and we had, yeah, everyone knew out of the old tinfoil FA Cups. I've still got the one I made yonks and yonks and yonks ago. I still got it. And everyone like, yeah, let's get that. And we stick it in the trophy cabinet in the clubhouse, that little corner in the tally. We put it on top of there, leave it there. And it's people just picking up, having pictures of it. Little people, people we, we've probably never seen, just picking up, having pictures. Yeah, it's fine. It was just nice to see smiling faces. People in the clubhouse are happy. The team were doing well. Everything was going right for us. And it was just a, a massive buzz around the ground. But like I said, the FA Cup, the first round, magical but then we've got the other side of the coin if we do win which is hopeful oh I'm always playing to win if we win that I think we're at home again against Witten I think and obviously Mr Pope's now at now at Witten so that would be nice to see him back but it'd be odd to see him playing against us but like I say oh, nothing against him. I wish him well um he's been uh he's been brilliant for us he's he's he's, he's taught the youngins he's put his arm around a few of the youngins to say listen do this, try this, try that, and I know I know a few of them have, have benefited from his expertise. But yeah, it, it'd be nice to see him there, but it'd be also nice to beat him as well. Like I say, every game we we, we play to win. There's no point turning up if you, you don't expect to win the game. There's no point thinking, oh, let's get a draw today, a fancy draw today. No, we play play the game. We uh, we play to win. Let's do it. Let's try his best. And I think all last season they did that. But yeah, we were a cup side last year. Twenty five games. And we uh, we lost one semi final. That's in three three of the big cup games. Like I say it might never happen again. I keep I keep saying this because it might never happen again. And I pinch myself. But you've got to hope that perhaps it can. Who knows what this season brings? I hope we have a bit of a run in the FA Cup, and I hope that um, we go as far as we can. I'd love to I'd love to try and emulate what we did in '89 against Crew. But like I say, I'm not greedy. Let's take one game as it comes. If we get there, we get there, that'll be ace. If we get on the cameras again, that'll be ace. As long as every game, we try as best. That's all we ask. But it's a, it's a passion. You, it's like yourself. You, 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 once you get once you get there, you get you get a, you get a buzz for it. I could talk to you till it's till I'm hundred years old. It's just fun to talk about the buzz around the town, where it's going, and like you say, the the future is the future is bright for the team. Thanks for your time, Matt, and let's hope one day we'll get to see Congleton Town back in the first round proper of the FA Cup. Oh, that'd be amazing. But thanks for your time, Matt. I appreciate you uh, inviting me on. We'll be back next week when the focus will be on the Midland Football League, ahead of Congleton Town getting their league season underway. But until then, thank you for listening to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. Bye.